Spoonful Apollo, here we go. Hi everyone, welcome to Spoonful of Paolo's podcast. Okay, so I'm Paolo and today we got something really, really special for you because back in May of 2018, Carol Burnett, yes, the legend herself, was a guest on our show. And because we're gonna be celebrating her 90th birthday, which is today, April 26th, we thought we were going to re-release the episode with some special footage and a new intro and all that good stuff. Okay, so joining me is the one and only, uh-huh, yeah, my husband, Patrick. Hi. Hi, cutie. Oh my gosh, Carol Burnett's birthday is the day after your birthday. Did I you know that? Oh, Oh my God, we're like almost the same age. I'm sure we knew that at some point. Yeah, we knew that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. We just rewatched, which I think was like my in years we haven't seen it, but Carol yeah. Burnett on a Spoonful of Apollo, we just watched it on our TV. Yeah, what'd you think? Oh my God. I was like, <laughs> like anxiety. I kept saying, how did this happen? How did this happen? How did this happen? How did we get Carol Burnett on a spoonful of Apollo? And well, that's a whole nother story. But... That's a whole nother story, which we can't share with you. <laughs> One day it will be in my in my book. But like that was season seven. That was like, because I said seven, yeah, seven years. Yeah. yeah, season seven. Because now we're in season 12. Yeah. <gasps> oh, five years later. God, you guys, we keep getting picked up, picked up from these networks. <laughs> this is awesome. Anyway, how was that day for you? you oh my remember? God. All I remember is that she was everything that I dreamed that she would be. Like just so open, so kind, so beautiful, so sweet. I mean, she has been in this business since day one and you would think she'd be like a diva. Since day one? Well, since day like- one of cameras existed? Well, since, yeah, since, you know, <laughs> since in her, what, 20s, 10s, I don't know. But like, she was just so nice, so nice. Like, what did you think? Uh, yeah, I think she was- very just thoughtful and nice and amazing and yeah you never know who's different than their persona but she was beyond kind to us yeah and she said you're i love i love when our guests like say it's like they say patrick's name because we gave her something really special if you haven't seen it well listen to it or you can watch it on youtube but like she gave like we gave her a special gift and she loved it so much like she like looked in my eyes and she did that air thing tugged her ear like you know what that means i i love you and then she said I and then to patrick same thing so it was yeah. really nice and then you know do you remember this at the end of it after we finished she was like asking about um if like, oh, you told her we lived in Chicago. And she was like, oh, I'm going to come and do a show in Chicago. And you're like, I know, we have tickets. And then she's like, oh, well, you have to come backstage. Oh, my God, I forgot. And then, like, that. what was that? Like, a few weeks later. Yeah, a few weeks later. Yeah, we went to her show at the Chicago Theater. We went backstage, yeah, right? And, and then, we were in line. Yeah. And then she remembered us. because She was, he, like, so excited. We were waiting in line behind everyone else. and But when she saw Patrick and I, you're right. She, like, had her hand. Remember, she extended yeah. her hands. Like, come here, boys. Come here, boys. Yeah. This was before COVID, before the pandemic. Thank God it was before the pandemic. Because if it was after, we probably Never would have seen her, but it was so. Well, that's true because we did go. See we her did go to COVID, right. and we, we couldn't go back. We couldn't go back because of COVID. Yeah. Oh, what a special no. moment. But anyway, nine yeah. years. That's amazing. Her career's been, yeah, incredible. Incredible indeed. Oh God, I could cry. Um, you guys, this episode is so beautiful. It's so special. I mean, Patrick worked so hard and putting it all together again, right? So you think they're gonna like it? They're gonna like it. <laughs> I hope so. You better like it. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. Okay. All right, well, we're gonna go so you guys can listen to it, but you know, leave us a review. Tell us what you think of it. Give us like five ratings, whatever they say. So just give us thumbs up and thank you guys for being such loyal fans. We love you and we appreciate you and enjoy A Spoonful of Apollo with the one and only Carol, Carol Burnett. Burnett. <laughs> Bye. Testing one, two, three, here we are with Carol Burnett. Ooh.
this is cute. Yeah. <laughs> Paolo, I love that. Thanks. Thanks, Patrick. Thank you. Had I had a son, I was going to name him Patrick. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yep. Cameras are good. Okay. Lights are good. Mics, audio, everything. Gorgeous. Okay, let me ask. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, so <laughs> I just want to start by saying yes. Um, thank you for being here because we started the show seven years ago, and I had a vision. I had a vision to have you on our show. And really? Yes, and you are sitting here, oh. and I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, thank, thank you. you. Oh, thank you. You're gonna make me tear up. No, no, don't tear up. You're gonna yell me your makeup. You have promos to do after. <laughs> yeah, once I get my makeup on, I have her sign my face. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You know, I, for me, you know, sitting here with you, there, there are so many reasons, you know, you know, you're a living legend, you're beyond talented, you're beautiful. And um, but when you hear people say to you and it's, it's people have said to you over and over and over, you know, you're a living legend. What do you are you able to take that in or are you like, oh, I don't know, like, or can, can you take that in? Well, I've heard it a few times, but I, I don't really I don't take it in. No. Uh, what it means is you get it, you're old. <laughs> Does not mean that at all. Well, in a way, you, you know, if you live long enough yeah. and you're still working in the business, yeah. then you get that label. Yeah. You know, living yeah. legend. Well, I mean, it's nice, but uh, I'm sure you get some perks. You know, I'm sure people are like, oh, here she comes. You got to do some extra stuff for you. That's so great. We'll see. You know, As you were, you know, you were talking about the Carol Burnett show. I do want to say for those tuning in, like it's this is why it's so amazing this show because you would think you had 276 episodes. It won 25 <laughs> Emmys. I think it had over 17,000 costume changes, and it had like 30 million viewers. I mean, it just can't get any better than no, that. It really. Was, well, that Saturday Night lineup yeah. was pretty yeah. incredible. Uh, you know, when we fought, I was on. We were on three different times. Mm. We opened on a Monday night. And they put us opposite I Spy in Big Valley, but we held our own. We yes, got renewed. Yes, then they did. put us on Wednesday, and I remember we were opposite a Adam 12, which was a cop show, mm. and we tanked. Mm. Mm. You know, because we were more of a 10 o'clock show, yeah. you know, and stuff. And uh, it just wasn't the right slot for us. Yeah. But in those days, mm. uh, Mr. Paley, who was uh, CBS, Mr. CBS, mm -hmm. Uh, he had faith, so they moved us again to Saturday, and that's where everybody took off. You know, all in the family, Mash, yep. Mary, yes, oh. uh, Bob Newhart, yep. and then us. And, and it, eleven seasons. You did eleven. It got picked up for twelve, but you said no. You ended it at eleven. Sure. Yeah. And that's just. I mean, when I was rewatching it, just obviously to prepare for this interview, it still makes me laugh. Like it premiered in nineteen sixty-seven. It's just. It has it. What do you? Why do you think it's still? You know, all fifty years later, well, and it still makes you. Because there's other comedy shows that don't do that really. Well, I. Well. I think funny is funny, yeah. you know, and you you can look at some old routines that uh, Red Skelton did or, or Abbott and Costello, yeah. and they were they're fun. The thing is, we were never that topical. Mm -hmm. So like the shows that are today, where it's yeah. a little edgier and kind of meaner, maybe in a way. I don't like yeah. edgy. Yeah. I, I no. because I, I'm not approved mm -hmm. by any stretch of the of imagination. But I find it, um, when they get too edgy, I find it uh, not classy, mm -hmm. and I find it too easy. Mm -hmm. You can get an easy laugh, yeah. you know, with scatological humor, yeah. uh, you know, but you go go watch Dick Van Dyke's show, mm -hmm. go watch Mary, go mm -hmm. watch All in the Family. Mm -hmm. They were funny, mm -hmm. and they will still hold up today. Yeah. 
They That's why I said I was. Wa I'm watching 50 years later, you know, and yeah. it's still like we're watching it by Patrick and I, and like we're just laughing. <laughs> and anytime I'm having a bad day or something, I just go on YouTube, or we have the DVDs out now, but yeah. I go on YouTube and I just watch them because it just it does something to the soul where yeah. you just feel so much better. I know, I'm and that's yet. what you're a genius at. You really are a genius. <laughs> and I, I think people don't know that you didn't wake up as a little girl saying, "Well, you know, Grandma, I want to be an actress and I want to win lots of awards." You had this vision where you wanted to be a cartoonist and have your own comic strip, and well, then you do your homework. Oh, I do. And then you said you wanted to maybe be a journalist, uh -huh. but there was a shift that happened at UCLA. That's right. What, what happened? Tell us. Well, I uh, was going to major in journalism, mm -hmm. uh, but then UCLA didn't have a major in journalism. You could take a course. Yeah. But uh, then I looked through the, the catalog and everything, and I saw theater arts, English, mm. which meant I could take playwriting courses. I could still join the Daily Bruin mm. and take the, my, the journalism right. course. But so I signed up for theater arts English, right? I didn't know, but if if you're a theater arts major, whether it's theater arts English or theater arts film or theater, in your freshman year, mm. you have to take an acting course. Mm. You have to take a scenery course. You have to take a costume mm. course. All of that. so now all of a sudden, it's like change. I'm in there doing that. <laughs> yeah, and it's so like a whole shift. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. And I had to do a scene for the acting class. And I was, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? And, and uh, I picked something that was light mm -hmm. and funny. And I did it. And they laughed where they should have. <laughs> and I thought, wow. I, then I got cast in a one act written by a student. Yeah. And that was a comedy. And now uh, I was always a nerd <laughs> in, in junior high and you high school. You say that in interviews, but I don't know. Were you really a nerd? Very, really? yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, so uh, then all of a sudden, people at UCLA on campus, even seniors, would come up and say, we saw you in, in the plate. God, you were funny. You want to have lunch today? All of a sudden, I, changed. I'm popular. And I thought, this is a good feeling. Wow. And uh, so I just said, well, I, I think I want to kind of pursue this. And then uh, a friend who was in the TA department was, uh, was also connected with the music mm. department. And they had a little uh, uh, program for musical comedy. Mm. And he said, can you sing? And I said, I, I can carry a tune because my grandmother and mother and I used to sing oh. in the kitchen at home. And he said, well, I'd like to, would you be in the chorus of uh, 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 South Pacific, where mm -hmm. one of the nurses and that the lead girl would be singing, going to wash that man right out of my hair, and I'm the nurse, and, you know, and we're all singing. And I was so loud, <laughs> they took me out. And he said, would you do a scene with me from Guys and Dolls? So I said, what is that? And he said, well, it's Miss Adelaide, and she sings about having a bad cold. And it's a solo, and I thought, wow. I, and, and then I thought, well, she's got a cold, so if I hit a bad note, I can blame it on the cold. <laughs> that, I, that gave me my, that gave me my, what I call my Dumbo's feather. So good. <laughs> Dumbo thought he could only fly when he had that feather. Do uh -huh. you remember yeah, that? Remember or maybe yeah, way yeah. So, but I've seen it, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and then when he lost the feather, uh, the, I think it was, it was Crows or somebody said, you can fly, just use your, and, and, and he yeah. did. So my Dumbo's feather was Adelaide had a wow. cold. And then once I got over that, I could let that cold go and sing other parts. Mm. So then music became mm. my love, musical comedy. It's like you had these doors open, and I know that going to UCLA, you, you 
you you said to, I remember you saying to yourself I'm I need to go there I know that you know money financially you guys were on welfare you didn't you lived with your grandma you, I think you had a Murphy bed that never went up in the wall that's right you know but I remember that envelope you know for you there was an envelope that you received that was addressed to you there was something in that envelope that really well, changed the direction totally totally uh, I wanted to go to UCLA and my grandmother said we can't afford it are yeah. you ready the tuition was forty three dollars mm. that's how long ago that's oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I. It, was, it wasn't that I needed to go. I knew I was going to go. I just didn't know how. I saw myself on campus. I could picture it. And I was very calm about it. I thought, Some, something, I'm going to be able to go. So one morning, I, uh, we, our room where we lived in this building, it was right on the lobby. And I would look out the front door and see if they had these little pigeonhole mm -hmm. mailboxes to see if we had a an envelope in yeah. our slot. And this one morning there was, and I went and I got it, and it was addressed to me, typewritten. I opened it up, and there was a $50 bill. To this day... You still don't? I don't know. Don't because know. nobody in the neighborhood that had that kind of money. But you know what's amazing is that you took that $50, you could have used it on something else or gave it to your grandma or... <laughs> But you you knew what to do with that fifty dollars, yeah. and you paid for your first. I think it was your first semester yep. at UCLA. I yep. mean, yep. that's how much you knew you needed to go there yep. because you, right. like you said, you vision, you pictured yep. yourself there. Yeah, that's because yep. she's been getting so many. Like even the year after you got another check for a lot of zeros, I think it was a thousand dollars. You you told us that you haven't told us who it is. I'm like people just people see something in you that it's just it was uh -huh. meant to be where you are today. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't yeah. you say? I, I guess, I, you know, I, uh, it could be coincidences, but I remember uh, a, a pastor once saying, a coincidence mm. is God's little miracle in which he chooses to remain anonymous. Mm. <laughs> Not a great line. That's really good. And that's what you've been, that, and we, because we don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. you know, I think there's something more to us than just yeah. us. Yeah. I don't know what, I don't see, yeah. you know, God sitting up there in heaven on a throne. Exactly. But I feel there's some sort of energy that you put out and that you get back. Yeah. No. When you're sitting at home and you're by yourself and you're watching TV, I mean, can you just say to yourself at least like all these things that you have done and you continue to do, can you take that in? And I'm just because grateful. We, grateful, that's the word. I am grateful. Because yeah. you do know that people, we love you as much as you love oh. Lucy. Like we, we, we look up to you like you looked up to Lucy, at the, you know, oh, back then, you. you know. So wow. I'm just glad you can. You thank have to you. take it in and, and say that. Wow. Well, I'm, I'm very grateful. And uh, I, it's very nice when I get, I'm getting mail now from 10 year olds. Gosh, that they knew you from, they're watching. Yeah. So. And, and uh, it's so now when I get into like Q and A's on the road, yeah. instead of just a bunch of silver haired people yeah. there, they're, they're people from nine to 90, wow. you know, and it's, <laughs> I've told this before, but it's one of my favorite stories as, uh, oh, two or three years ago, I guess I was in uh, Texas, mm -hmm. I'm doing a Q and A and a little boy was in the and again it's all random there are mm. no plants nothing is yep. pre-planned a uh, little boy in the second row raised his hand and he i said hi yeah i said what's your name first what's your name andrew i said how old are you andrew and he said nine and i said and and you know who i am and there was a pause and he said surprisingly yes oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's so good the audience scream. I just surprisingly, yeah. 
<laughs> you're so <'Cause> loved. <laughs> well, What's you know, you have to think about it too with YouTube and your, you know, people, it's, you just go and you type in your name and all the clips come up and yeah. you have the DVDs out and people can just watch yeah. them, the kids can watch them. And it's a, it's a family show for yeah. kids to watch, yeah. you know, where it can ju it just inspire them. Well, they're them. starting to discover it, you know, and then, yeah. then we do movie takeoffs that maybe would be over their heads, yeah. but they're funny anyway. Yeah, yeah. And they're twice as funny if you've seen the film. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's true. When you look at your whole career, you've had a lot of dream moments. You've had a lot of dream moments come true. But if you could pick a, the biggest dream moment for you, what would it be that, that came true, would you wow. say? Oof. Oh, well, I, I have to lump the whole 11 years. That's a, that, that was a, mm. the peak for me. Um, I've had two or three dream wonderful moments when I got uh, the lead in an off-Broadway show called Once Upon a Mattress. Yeah. That was my big break. Yes. And then when wonderful Gary Moore, who had a variety show, hired me on as a regular, that was another one, you know. So that really, that got me going. And that's, I really thought I was only going to do Broadway. Not that that's wrong, you know, but, and I never thought that I was a television person. Mm. But when I got on the Gary Moore show, Every week, we'd be different characters, mm. and I liked that. I liked not having to do the same thing night after you night so after night for, for, you know, and I thought, wait a minute, now I'm doing a Broadway show every week, but it's different. Mm -hmm. yeah. I can be different people, yeah. and then if there are some people I like doing, we come back and revisit every once in a while. Oh. So it was just the best. I mean, gosh, I, I remember when I was a little girl, I, my best girlfriend's name was Isla Mae Sills. And we used to go see the movies, and then we'd come home and we would play the movies. We would act them out. Mm. So I'd be Betty Grable, and she'd be June Haver, and then I saw her do the Tarzan yell, and <laughs> all of that stuff, you know. So now I have a show where if I want to be Betty Grable, I'll get the costume, yeah. they'll have the music, we'll have the dancing, we'll have the sketches, and you know. And I got to, and then to have Betty Grable on my show. That's just, what a full circle moment that oh must have gosh. been like. Oh my gosh, and Rita Hayworth, Ugh. Lana Turner. You've had so People many, like, I grew up yeah, watching. Idolizing, and then to get to know Jimmy Stewart, who was my main idol, yeah. uh, personally, and to have him as a, as a close friend, it's just, I remember when Nanny and I uh, were, were still in San Antonio, and I must have been, not older than three or four because we would see go to the movies and my feet didn't touch the floor. Gosh. So I was really little. <laughs> and I saw this in this movie I'm watching and this man, tall, kind of lanky, with this wonderful kind of a drawl and truthfulness about him, and it was Jimmy Stewart. And on the way home I said to my grandma, he's my friend. Mm -hmm. I knew he was the, mm -hmm. someday it's like UCLA. Yeah. I, I knew, knew I was going to, I said, he's my friend, Nanny. I just haven't met him yet. And she said, that's nice. Have your oval team. <laughs> <laughs> so. You know, I do, I do want to say, I, I know last thing that you've had so many awards you received. You received Golden Globes and Emmys, um, but, and you know, a SAG award, Tony, but there was one award that you received at UCLA that means 
the most to you? It was the first award I ever got. And it was called the what? Called the uh, most uh, promising newcomer. Okay, this is what we want. The theater arts department. Exactly, this is what we want to do for you. This is one of the favorite things I've ever given on our show from the past seven years. We want to present an award to you. What? And um, this award, now close your eyes so you can't see it. Okay. <laughs> okay. This award, okay, go ahead. We're, we, a spoonful <gasps> of Paolo, we want to give to you. Oh my A spoonful goodness. of Paolo, most promising legend award oh. um, to you. And um, yeah. That is it. Oh, oh, that is yeah. beautiful. And we have a quote. Oh. oh, yeah, it's it. That's right. Wow. Oh. And we have a quote on there as well, just to remind you that you brought smiles to all of us. So, yeah. More than anything. Oh, that's my darling. Yeah. That's my Carrie. Yeah, that's your Carrie. God yeah. bless her. Yeah. We are remembered more than anything, we remembered for our smiles the ones we share with our closest and dearest, and the ones we bestow on a total stranger who needed it right then. And God has put us there to deliver Carrie Hamilton. Well now, this is one of the nicest things that have ever happened to me. I can't thank you enough. I'm blown away. Wow. Well, thank you. That's how much you mean to all of us. And you put smiles on our face and we just want to say thank you. <laughs> oh, wow. Much love. Oh my God, that is much love. incredible. All right. Oh, I love it. We love you. Thank you, Carol oh, Burnett. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Patty. Yes. All right. See, I didn't make you do the Tarzan, y'all. That's a good interview. Okay. Um, and I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. And I say thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you again, my Thanks, dear. Darling. What an honor. What a dream moment. Mwah! Bye, everyone. We'll see you next time at Spoonful of Paolo. Thank you. That was so... Thank you. Oh, thank I am you. so touched. I'll put this in a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank it's you. It's so happy, isn't it? Oh, wow. It's, it's, we worked on it, so we just wanted to. <laughs> that is so thoughtful. Yeah. I just, oh, that's one of the, oh, that is going in a, that's so cool. Who designed that? Did he you? designed it. He, did, he worked on it, he designed it. Yeah, so. Thanks for joining me today on the A Spoonful Apollo podcast. For tons more interviews or the video version of this episode, visit our website, aspoonfulapollo.com or our YouTube channel. I'm Paolo Presta, and I hope you always remember to dream big. Spoonful of Paolo! <laughs> I love you, Oprah. Bye, everyone. We'll see you next time.